Hey, this is Keith. Or some actor playing Keith, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, we're coming to the end. The end of my Los Angeles con spree. But before I leave, I have some scores to set and discover a couple truths to be revealed. It's all going to come down to the season finale of Rideshare Episode X. It's going to drop on December 3rd. Now, until then, I want you to catch up by binge listening the first season. And I suggest that you do exactly as I say. Or you're going to miss all the fun. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, give it up, Jimmy. You got to sink this putt to win. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world and we do it all over breakfast. Or should I say breakfast? Every week on Breakfast, you get inside Hollywood info and tips, great breakfast wrecks and booty debates. Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. G.I. Joe will dare. G.I. Joe. Everybody and welcome back to Knowing is Half the Podcast, episode 21, with your main man, Robert Chan. And me, I'm Ray, and then there's Gina, and it's the Money to Burn episode, everybody. Good God. <laughs> Did we become a morning show zoo crew when I was not looking? A wooga, a wooga, ha <laughs> whistle sound. We're about to get canceled. Guys, I wrote down the author of this episode for the first time ever. Roger Slifer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else did Roger Slifer write? I, I have no idea. This I is didn't the first recognize time I've ever written, written his oh. name down. Well, okay. <laughs> All I know is we like Buzz Dixon. There's a guy that did the vegetable episode that we also like. Oh, Gordon no. Kent. And there's a chick who's terrible. Who you guys, uh, he passed away this year, March 30th. Oh. Who? Roger Slifer. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, now I, I'm sad. Now I feel like was that something that Buzz mentioned? He uh, was talking about. You know what? Yes. Yeah. In hindsight, mm-hmm. yes, he did mention that we lost Robert uh, earlier this year. Yeah. Roger. Roger. Or, excuse me, Roger. You're 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 thinking of Robert Chan. I am. I was looking right at Robert Chan, and I say yeah. Robert Chan. Yeah, but no, I you am. You guys, we lost uh, Robert Chan earlier this year. And Robert <laughs> oh Chan. So Come on, you love that. No, that's a good intro. No. God dang it. I'm eventually. Uh, he did write uh, two episodes, Money to Burn and The Germ. Or he's credited, at least. Apparently. And, good the, one and the what? The Germ. The Germ. We haven't run it's into that one. one yet. Yeah. Oh. That's a shipwreck episode. Oh. If I remember correctly. I might not. I hope it has to do with uh, I believe germ, it, germ warfare. I believe it's actually the one with the giant blob monster. Sounds good. And yeah, there's a giant blob that's like overtaking the town. And then shipwreck is macking on CoverGirl the whole time. There wasn't too much to this episode, so so far I have no opinion of Roger. <laughs> yeah, this is a cool idea for... Well, anyway, hi. Uh, by the way, uh, my name is Ray Stacanus. Didn't we already do this? You just I did introduced that. everybody, but they need to hear your voices to it, attribute it, don't they? Uh, the man, Robert Chan? I think they've Chan? got it. Yeah. I think they've got it. There's Ray, the loud one, <laughs> then there's the girl, and, and then, then there's the, the other one. guy. <laughs> That's pretty much all you need to know. I think, hey. it's, I think it's the doofus, the girl, and the surly one. <laughs> and a surly one. <laughs> anyway, this is knowing the half the pod. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> what is? No. This is knowing is half the podcast. <laughs> and we're talking G.I. Joe. We're talking, uh, this is episode 21 to us. Money to Burn is the name of the episode. Mm-hmm. This yeah. Is Do very- you know how we know that? Because <laughs> they say it at the very end of the at episode. At the very end. <laughs> I know. I literally. 
literally wrote. Ooh. They said the name of the episode in the episode. I hope that this becomes a regular thing. Hold on a sec. It, there's a th- synthoid conspiracy going on. <laughs> I, have they done this before? I really I, hope this starts well, to be a hold, thing. Hold on. I'm no, because I got even this. the Pyramid of Darkness ones. Uh, do you, have a, you already have a queued up? You got money to burn. Just like Cobra, you've got money. And they, and they it just pause. slow it down. Like, you stupid kids. <laughs> they just look out at the, at the, from their TV and point. I bet you Roger Slifer was the one who always came up with the uh, episode titles. And then he uh, found out that, like, the kids don't give a shit. They don't pay attention to that. <laughs> they don't know the names. I was like, no. On my episode, I'm going to make sure they remember <laughs> the episode is called Money to Burn. I hope it gets to the point where they say them like 40 times in an episode. Uh, I <laughs> hope that they don't do that because there's only 21 and a half minutes per episode. That's a lot of times. <laughs> That's every 30 seconds. It. Money could, to burn, guys, I right? I could do it. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, so in this episode, Cobra has a really... Well, let's just start, begin at the beginning. Uh, we open with a series of smash and grab robberies. You're batting right. a thousand here. Right? I'm doing so good. I'm a host, everybody. Uh, smash and grab robberies. We have jewelry stores, and and then they're stealing. I didn't really understand. Yeah, what this. was going on? Also, the first thing I wrote was, "Who's this chick?" Because there's a girl who's talking like this, mm-hmm. and it's like she came out of nowhere. And then there's a guy driving a truck, and he I tries to I, kill them. And I had no idea what was going on. And in, especially when you're watching it, it's like, oh, okay, a series of robberies and. Petty thefts, and then it's like the Crimson Twins doing it, who are billionaires. That's, and on yeah. top of it, they're already based on where this plan is going. People are going to be coming, giving their valuables away anyway. So why are they breaking into jewelry stores and stealing the? It just yeah, it was a little strange way to open the show. This is also like the first time that because because you do think of them as they're sort of the white collar criminals who yes. who also sometimes carry out the dirty work. But I don't. Normally, I'm like, oh, okay, it's probably this, but I honestly have no explanation for They're this. They're just doing it for the thrills, baby. But I mean, that could be very well they? the case. Yeah. Like, who are these people? It's like Ocean Six, or you know, however many there are. Not Ocean's very many. Two. No, there's like, two, what? but then there's like a couple more. So, oh, there you go. but what does this set up? So they're paying, like they give. I don't know what. No, going they're just on. they're yeah they're taking money, they're stealing well, stuff, and then they're starting the the if, if I may, uh, they're starting the 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 honey the honey pot okay. for the temple's treasure room, mm-hmm. and so they yeah. take all this stuff in the in the Blinks truck, not a Brinks truck, a Blinks truck, and mm-hmm. give them this money that will eventually explode. Right. I still don't really get it. It's if they know the money's going to explode, they're getting the valuables. They're I giving get the it, money. but then later on they have that whole thing where it's like, "Hey, bring us your valuables," and that would have been a legal way instead yes. of having to have these heists. Well, the yeah, other weird thing is fun. the guy who drives the armored car <laughs> straight out tries to run down the Crimson Twins, who then like vault like over the truck, and he says, "You know, a day with you guys is like a, a, a day at the circus." Yep. And I'm asking, like, did he? Did the Crimson Twins pay him to try to run them over just so they could do that? Seems like when he starts careening in in the truck, and that girl with the Jersey accent is like, "Who's this crazy guy?" <laughs> I was like, "What is? Is this the Joes busting up? Like coming in to bust up this ring?" It, this was the most confusing first fe- two minutes of an episode. I feel ever. like this is part of a storyline that got cut off for time. Like there was a whole yes. thing about their, their team that was like doing cool heisty shit on the side and <laughs> this is an episode that all of a sudden we finally get to act three and then i looked at the timer and there was 90 seconds to go in the episode <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up so i have to once again believe like when we when we talked to buzz 
a 29-minute episode yeah. that due to time was cut down to 21 and a half minutes. <laughs> I think there's a lot on the table that we just aren't privy to, but which would explain this. Considering the fact that we all said that this this episode doesn't seem to have much to it, yes, that's even worse. Well, it lingers on the stuff that wasn't as interesting. Right, right. And then it passes over a lot of the stuff that I liked a lot better. I mean, like, uh, when they go to the snake base, my first thought, as soon as I see the Crimson Twins head into the, the snake temple in mm-hmm. the Rocky Mountains, mm-hmm. immediately I'm like, well, there's one less base we're going to have at the end of this episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. This base is blowing up, assuredly. And, and and then Cobra just puts a whole bunch of money, and then they just set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, they're going to be burning everybody else's money, but literally, I just wrote down here, we worry about Cobra and G.I. Joe wasting money a lot of the time. Yeah. Now they've literally taken it one step fur- further. Cobra is literally just burning money to oh, earn money. Is anyone else like unnerved by the fact that the Joes are gambling, which is like illegal? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, that's uh, a normal soldier thing, though. Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Okay. Although it is weird that they were using $100 bills. Yes. G.I. Joe gets yes. paid a fuck ton of money. I know. Money. That was... Uh, it's, it, yeah. I wrote down right here. How much are they playing for? These stakes are astronomical. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, this is a normal... Like, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, normal friendly game of poker. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all it's only $100 bills, and they've got piles of them. They're just throwing yeah. into the middle of the table. So now, are, are we to assume, because the thing that happens next is all the money starts blowing up. Because of the thermomolecular ignition transmitter. Yeah, um, yes. Uh, so this I, is- I was a little confused, though. Like, at the beginning, when they first uh, used it, I was like... Uh, like, oh, uh, molecular transmitter, that must be like a teleport device. And then when it caught on fire, I was like, that is the shittiest device. You built this entire huge thing <laughs> just to burn that teeny tiny pile of money. But also, it doesn't really catch on fire, does it? Because it, it incinerates. It goes up into ashes. Because at some point, there's a dude who puts it under his hat, and yes. he is unharmed. No, no, his his uh, toupee catches on fire. His toupee oh, does catch fire. Okay, okay. So, Chan, first off, uh, I even wrote here. You're the science jerk on this podcast. Sure. Can you explain how this device works, please? Nope. <laughs> okay, excellent. I, I would say the the main question would be why is why is why are other paper products not immediately that is a very good question why are dixie cups not going up into flames (laughs) yeah and also this like again i will say if this was a thing it's a pretty good plan because that's gonna screw up everything because that means that they're they're going to have to basically mint new money which the government can't just do right? not if they're just gonna burn it again no but i mean like like even once i'm saying the long-standing effects of this if all the money is destroyed well guys i actually did a little research on this (laughs) Uh, because I was very curious, because uh, as we know, most money is theoretical money. Uh-huh. Money isn't real. Only a certain percentage of money is actually in circulation. Destroying that money is illegal, though. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, not the Cobra's worried about being illegal. <laughs> uh, this you know, a Pyramid of Darkness, surprisingly legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, according to uh, the 2013 report that I read, mm-hmm. in America, there is roughly $10.5 trillion dollars mm-hmm. Uh, in existence, as far as like money that we have accounted for, of that, one point two trillion is actual currency. Okay, so it's just a little bit more than uh, uh, what do you say, ten uh, percent of all the money. So essentially, what you're doing is taking ten point five trillion dollars and turning it into nine point three trillion dollars, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. But all things considered, here's the it's thing: it's not going to wreck the economy. What is I was, it? Uh, when you see them. Uh, when you see the money start going up, uh, like one of the things was like a dude at a gargantuan ATM 
that that wasn't so much uh, in circulation, and generally, uh, credit cards were not a, nearly the Correct. thing that they are today. Debit cards yeah. were a thing. I wrote down this is basically a commercial for debit cards. One hundred percent. Like yeah, this, yeah. this is if pretty that ha- much. But weirdly enough, Apple watches are completely a thing in this universe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> def- we sh- so somehow be- we get a guy watching TV on his watch, but we don't so have debit pissed. cards. Out of nowhere. <laughs> I would be so pissed if my money blew up. By the way, I would be so mad. Well, I mean, I'm just most of the money uh, you would figure that's in circulation. Uh, that's not at Tony Soprano's garden, buried mm-hmm. under some uh, peat mm-hmm. moss, mm-hmm. is in banks, right? Banks yeah. are FDIC insured, mm-hmm. so if all that money did go up, they have numbers and tabulations on how much it is. It would be insured by our government. It's really the government taking the hit, not the people. Right, but I'm saying... Unless that, you're a poor hoarder. <laughs> I'm saying the government having to clean up this mess, it's going to be not a good scene. It's true. Because they're... Yeah, like they basically would just have to reprint all new money. Well, you'd have to go to like coins only because of the $10.5 trillion or $1.2 in circulation, how much of that is coins? Mm -hmm. So there's probably a huge percentage of it that's not burning. That's true. I'm just... I'm just... I'm trying to make sense of it and it just seems to me like the only people that are going to get screwed are banks who are insured and poor people... (laughs) So once again, that old lady who kept all her money under the mattress, just like every other austerity measure only fucks poor people. Cobra is going for the lowest common denominator. This is the most dastardly plan they've come up with yet to date. No, I think it's going to it's going to unsettle the government enough so that they can't focus on anything else. This is going to be their their disaster that they need to focus on for the next several months, several months. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't this the, the excuse we needed to put out those brand new Harriet Tubman $10 bills? Yeah. Well, what's <laughs> just because, saying? Because co- what does Cobra Commander say he wants? Because he takes to the airwaves again because he is such an attention whore. Oh, my God. Sure. Now that's his thing. Now he's just like, I want to go on TV and tell them what I'm doing. I mean, he's 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 got kind of a point. It's kind of a fight clubby kind of idea. Um, let's see. Attention, That's all uh, agreed so far. Bernie Sanders, 2016. Mm-hmm. Why not? Like rebooting? That's true. Sure. Cobra will come to your rescue. Although. everybody that's wow. a new campaign but ad. now wow. what i don't understand is this causes a run on the banks where people are like give us our money and it's like what do you want them to give you uh, right well r- really quick before that we had a little uh, uh, uh montage before we get to the banks uh-huh. there's a great thing with the banks that mm-hmm. i saw uh which is we have a little montage of people getting their money burned so you have the uh, safe burns atm burns grandma under the bed burns and then can you guys explain to me what was happening at this used car lot because there's like five stories within a story happening at the used car lot the dude buys a pink cadillac that falls. See, I, it at goes first I 10 thought, feet. yeah, I th- I thought it was like, oh, it's made of money. What, what <laughs> yes. that was I didn't no. understand. That. He bought uh, a lemon from the dude. 
uh, and it fell apart. He was too pissed. And he wants his money back. And the dude was like, oh, he hides it under I put his it hat. My hat. And then that caught on fire. I was like, oh, we're both fucked. I, I actually, yeah, now that it's like explained, I actually like it. It is sort of like a, what goes around comes around, mm-hmm. even though. It's true. But usually if you're going to try to scam someone like that, one, the car doesn't blow up within 10 feet of driving <laughs> it. And two, you don't stick around to watch it happen. Mm. I think lemons were a huge thing in the 80s. Lemon law. I mean, that's where it all yeah, came from. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like Lemonparty.org. <laughs> Definitely an 80s thing, right? A bunch of dudes in their 80s? Is that what we're talking about? I'm not clear what's happening here. Oh, my God. So uh, we absolutely get over to uh, where the banks are. And so there's, there's one of my favorite... We want money! Uh, which yes. I don't understand. What? So so they, there's a run on the banks, and they're like, we want money. But the bank is like the safest place to have your money. Because a, there is no money. There's no money. Uh, can you get the line read on that one, though? Of uh, uh, Because I just love the fact that people are chanting, we want money. We want... And it, it feels like it's, it's, it's apt today. <laughs> we want money. We want money. We want money. That's me every other Friday at work. <laughs> sure. And they have direct deposit. I don't even know why I do it. So they, it feels like, good. Are they expecting does. the because by at this point they know what's going on. So are they expecting the banks to give them like gold coins? I, I mean, I'm unclear. Here's the thing. Uh, supposedly, uh, I don't remember when it transferred over, but you are supposed to be able to turn in uh, a dollar, you know, one of these any dollar bill and get an equivalent amount uh, in gold. Oh. That's the whole point. Is the gold standard? I guess they might want. They used to also have bank notes too mm-hmm. so maybe they want that but yeah if i if if this were like if this happened today i would be like oh as long as bank of america still has has my electronic funds in there <laughs> well that's I'm probably good. just people just going to the bank like what happened we want to make sure that you know like i lost and, like 200 dollars. it was in my pocket and yeah now- and were the banks just like they closed their doors being like no people in here because like there's a mob outside the bank shouting we want money um, yeah, because what are they going to do? They don't have go- that much gold well, well, to give to people. The bank manager comes out and be like, "Our money's gone too, everybody. <laughs> you, we want your money." Yeah, and this mob, this mob gets gets surly get really aggressive. fast. This yeah. one guy throws. He grabs Lady J and throws her to the ground. Yeah, really. Yeah, like I was like, "Holy crap!" That's some lady abuse. And, and Cobra Commander says, "Take all of your valuables uh-huh. to your local branch of extensive enterprises." Mm, like Which again, <laughs> nobody and, nobody gets this. Also, again, after this is over, aren't people going to be like, "Hey, should we shut down those two guys who clearly are working with Cobra <laughs> on a regular basis?" Uh, <laughs> well, although, I yeah, here's the thing though: we know we have always known that extensive enterprises works with Cobra. Flint is all like, "Oh." Uh, now that we know that, we got our lead. Let's go to extensive enterprises. Uh, which, again, so I don't. There first? Uh, like, I understand that Cobra Commander is hard to find, and once you find him, he usually escapes. These two guys are businessmen who have normal business meetings. You can set up find a them. meeting with him and be like, by the way, you're, we're arresting you. Uh, Mrs. Henderhaunch didn't have any trouble getting a meeting with them. I love me some Mrs. Henderhaunch. What is it? I said Hender Haunch. I, I said Hender Haunch as well. I thought it was Hender Hodge. Oh, I put I put H A U N C H. Like that's a, what I like have. A as well. dog's I haunches. That was more fun to say. Yeah, they say it a couple um, times, and but, I heard haunch. Before we get to Mrs. Hender Haunch, we all of a sudden like there's a riot starting in the streets. GI Joe's like, "Don't fight these people," and they're about to get murdered when this cowboy gets out of his pickup truck, puts his daughter keeps her in the back of the pickup truck. 
first of all, this is two episodes in a row where they're not allowed to hurt civilians, and I'm getting really sick of it. Well, oh, wait a minute of the of the not of being not hurting able to hurt the civilians. Or- yeah, I want them to be able to beat up gang members, and I want them. I want Lady J to be able to stand up and kick that dude's ass who threw her face first to the ground. I mean, that one, yes, that was too that much. dude definitely that made me mad. Like that guy, I wanted her to be able to kick his ass, and then also, but also- why, why does this man bring his daughter to a riot? Well, I think the riot just happened. He yeah, was he there was to get there. his money for his rodeo money. By the <laughs> way, uh, uh, I don't know any, anyone listening. Pull up a picture of this little girl and tell me that she doesn't look exactly like Penny from Inspector Gadget. 100% correct. Her name is Livy. So. She, I mean, well, she has blonde hair, exact same hair. She's just, she's just like Penny would have been a badass in the back of that truck. <laughs> she would have figured it out. And this little girl just screams like a bitch. Penny would have like taken the car apart. <laughs> Hold yeah. on, I think I... But, I uh, yes. Well, I was gonna, really quick, uh, uh, the guy gets out of his car as the riot starts. He grabs his rope and goes, I'm going to take care of this. Do, didn't the immediate thought be like he's going to help the Joes? And then immediately he goes in and goes, hey, guys, I got some rope to tie up these Joes with. Oh, he's yeah. He's joining I the did, angry I, mob. I, it did seem like he was helping the Joes. He it was felt going like to he was going to. No, no, he's joining the side of the torches and bitch marks no. against our military. So he deserves yeah. to have his kid hurtling backwards in neutral down the street. Yeah, he really should have put it in park or put on the emergency <laughs> brake or anything or but left it in neutral on a hill that goes uh, the opposite direction. Or how about leave her at home when oh, you're going right? down to the... Yeah, if you're going to riot, definitely. Or just keep her on the passenger seat. Like, what is she doing unsecured in the back of a truck? And, and apparently Enterprise City has lots of hills that are very, very steep. <laughs> it's all of a sudden San Francisco. It suddenly turns into... Maybe. So uh, late See, nominee, this, father this... of the year? Father of the Year nominee? Yes. Can we- Daddy! Is that the video? Is ah. that the video? No. Oh, I what? wanted to see. I wanted you guys to see how much she looks like Penny. Oh, here's the deal. <laughs> I'll put a picture up online. Good. I will <laughs> put find them that. side by side. Done. <laughs> I ain't seen roping like that since the 66 <laughs> County Fair. The 66. I was quickly doing the math in my head of. How old? How old this man is? Well, let's see. It'd be 19 years from when this was in '85. Yeah, and so we assume he was at least 25, which was like 44 years old, okay. which isn't that old, right, yeah, guys? That, <laughs> that checks out. Oh. That checks out. <laughs> Let him go. And the, yeah, yeah. The, everyone automatically like, listens well, to this guy. They're like, "Oh, he's the leader." He's legit. This guy that just showed up. Are great, so obviously, <laughs> yeah. let them through. And, but no, because he comes and goes. He saved my girl. And can you pull the one line read of the guy very disappointedly not rioting anymore after he saves the girl? Also, who's uh, the who's the guy that does the roping? Alpine. What's his name? He isn't. He, doesn't he end up being like the super the hero of this episode? Because that's twice that he's like he he takes someone who's angry against the Joes and just totally charms them. Well, Alpine's already a G because he keeps Bazooka from fucking killing himself every episode <laughs> by accident. Mm-hmm. But if you could give me the line pull of just, well, I guess he's right. It's one of... Well, I guess he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's so disappointed. This man came for a riot. He has I, no bet, point. I bet that guy doesn't even have any money in that bank. No. He's just like, yeah, right in time. <laughs> he's just a YouTube commenter come to life. He's there just to troll everybody and start a fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and and so by the way, they're like, yeah, let's let him in. Let's let him in here. Let them go in there. And so the Joes go in, and, <laughs> and the first, won't. 
the first line of defense in this building are these two extremely wimpy guards. They were the most nebbish guards in history. So those are the guys that they expected to help them in a riot. And then the second line of defense is like, it's... A, uh, a room full of secretaries? A portly librarian lady. Uh, yes, yes. Like, I was like, okay, so you have the two weakest guards in history who immediately get terrified. Mm-hmm. And then a portly librarian who's, to be fair, a lot better than than the two guards downstairs. She actually puts herself yeah, in front like, of the Yeah, she's people. like a, a, a stocky German but woman. She's apparently, <laughs> apparently Tollbooth is very strong then because he just walks over and grabs her by the shoulders, picks her straight up in the air yeah. and walks her off dude, frame. Yeah. Dude, the, if these people were hoodlums, if they were criminals, uh, you would not be able to tell any difference in their actions because they no. waltz in and you're like, sorry, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I'm going to go in and talk to the CEOs of this company. Yeah. Exactly. Which, again, I I want them to address the fact at some point, I don't care how stupid the Joes are, at some point they'd be like, hey, you know what? We keep following a lot of these crimes to these two businessmen. Who we have personally fought. <laughs> That's true. Repeat, on the roof of their own mm-hmm. building. Where's this? Where's the evidence? Is testimony no good in the 1980s as far as putting people away goes? I want to know why they can't be arrested. Well, they're too big to fail. It's <laughs> the same way. The community. Uh, HSBC Bank, they funded terrorism. As we've talked about before, they were they were caught red-handed funding funding terrorism. Nobody went to jail because they were like, if you put us in jail, the economy will crash. Tomax and Zamot, if you put them in jail, the economy will crash. This was a warning for future generations <laughs> that we failed to see. <laughs> Most assuredly. So uh, they kidnapped Mrs. Henderhaunch. Uh, this was the point where I realized that Oh my God! The, these uh, cobra, uh, what what did they used to call them? Fang shillings or something? Like that? Uh, yes, uh, I, this is another point I was going to make. Oh. They have fang shillings, gold fang shillings. Yeah, which we learned about the Pyramid of Darkness episode. Oh, Why right. do they need to print their own money when they've already got their own money? No, we find out later. It's because this new money that they're handing out is only gold plated. Okay, right. they're not gold coins, so they're they're sort of screwing over the people a second time. But don't you think Cobra Commander is really paying his guys with pure gold? <laughs> Man, well, I'm I saying so. I think There's that the no old reason. the old money if from uh, Pyramid of Darkness was probably solid gold, and okay. this like he was like, no, don't use that stuff. Yeah, make stuff, new crappy coins. This stuff is actually gold plated para Cobra polymer alloy. <laughs> I think, uh, which also... I had to listen to a dozen times, and eventually I looked it up. And uh, is it a thing? No, no, no. So someone else. <laughs> Cobra also, alloy is yeah. that a thing? It's no. The rest of those words. <laughs> the rest of that bullshit is that real? <laughs> Let's say it is. Yes, but these uh, new ones have Cobra no, Commander's no, no, this, face on it, so this, they're cool. This is Bitcoin. Oh, this is one hundred percent Bitcoin. Oh. It's the you, let's just make our own currency and give it whatever value we want to give it. So in in some respects, uh, Cobra Cobra Commander saying. Uh, uh, this green, this green uh, dollar is worthless. They're cr- he's correct, right? But also, your Bitcoin is also worthless, right? So. Wow. So, at, at in this part, uh, Lady J says, "Please, Miss Henderhaunch, do we count that as a Bechdel test pass?" Ooh. I mean, there's no Henderhaunch doesn't respond to her, so I think it's it's probably do not. they have to speak to each other to pass the test, or is it one it's to the other? Conversation. Okay. Technically, it's a conversation. Well, everybody's worried that Miss Henderhaunch is going to be upset because she's a little uppity uh-huh. and she's very uh, a prissy. However, 
Roadblock. Oh, Charmer of the Year. Yeah. Oh, that's what Roadblock. It did. He I was her. thinking earlier that Roadblock was the one who also did the lassoing. No, no, no. That no. was Alpine. Okay. The other black dude in the episode, Gina. <laughs> hey, this is not Shame a ra- on this you. is not a racial thing. I can't tell any and of them you apart. You can't have two vastly different looking <laughs> black dudes either. Listen, I we've established <laughs> that I, I have said many times I need a poster with their pictures and their names. Granted, you thought shipwreck could have been a black dude at one point too. <laughs> so I mean, it's fair. I will give you credit, Gina, but I'm just saying I got my eye on you right now. <laughs> I wrote, when, when Anonymous puts out that list of 1,000 KKK <laughs> members later this week. I'm the Grand Dragon. Topical. Is, is that what it's called? Grand Dragon? <laughs> Four U.S. Republican senators and Gina from the regular <laughs> show. I wrote, by the way, this old rich lady wants some Joe dick. Yes, she does. 100%. Little, like, she uh, opens that door after they leave and she goes, yo, Joe. But mm. the thing is, little does she know, Roadblock's gay. <laughs> Oh, right, right. So she's parking up the wrong tree. That's probably why they got along, because she was like, he just gave me the most wonderful recipe for souffle. So that's probably why she was so into him. She was like, oh, this this kind of scary looking man knows a lot about culture and the arts and souffles. Right. But also she is hoping for that. She wants some of that D. That Joe D. But the roadblocks cooked on the show like, this is episode like 21. He's already cooked like three times, and yet they'd be like, souffle. And he's like, I like like food. It's like, you've been to his (laughs) restaurant. Eat at Joe's. Here's the thing. Everything is, everything, every question we have about G.I. Joe would be explained if all of these people have 21 minute long memories. Okay, fair enough. Because that would explain why they're not arresting the twins. That would explain why they forget details about everyone in their tr- in their <laughs> troop. I think that they just all have amnesia. So L- Lady J, she steps in for Mrs. Henderhaunch, sure. and she takes a ride with the Crimson Twins. Mm-hmm. Sure. Easy, Gina. Not that kind of ride. She flakes <laughs> a jet ride with them, and in the middle of conversation, she reaches over, sitting between them, Taps her brooch immediately when they say, "Yeah, we need to take take precautions (laughs) because there might be spies." Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Why was it not on the whole time? Yeah, don't you turn it on before you get on the plane? Fucking homing signal works. So yeah, yeah, they. She is the worst. Uh, She's normally kind of good at this. I don't know what happened. Here's the deal: pair of the Crimson Twins, not don't care. Because yeah. they're they're thinking about oiling each other up or something. Because by the way, I wrote, they don't notice. Did anyone else notice that the Crimson Twins? I think they made them less attractive and more evil looking in this episode. They're, I they're, did not notice that their eyebrows are constantly furious eyebrows. Mm. Yeah, they're a little bit uh, wider than they are normally. Yeah, like they. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if someone was like, "Oh, we need to make these guys uglier." But in this episode, I was like, "I'm not as attracted to these guys as I usually." You know am. what? Future, future. Uh, they looked into the future and they said, "Oh, Gina, after episode." 20 is really going to want to bang these guys. Let's bring it back down again for 21. <laughs> Let's turn that back down to four. I don't want to bang him anymore. <laughs> so they, they they fly the plane straight into a mountain. But the mountain's not there. Oh, my what? God. This, this... Hologram. Which, by the way, someone explained to me why he couldn't just pull his chute just, just to make sure. Yes. Made that note. Like, uh, just pull it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can still... You're, <laughs> you're still going to go through the friggin' mountain... 
Only the uh, if it d- turns out to not be a mountain, then well, you won't die. Remember, right. The thing we learned about Ripcord, though, is that he, he's despite an adrenaline the fact, junkie. Well, that he is an adrenaline junkie, but despite the fact this is his one job on the Joe team, he's, so you knew he was jumping out of that airplane, even if he didn't think it was a hologram, he was finding a reason to do it. But he also is the, he has no control over his parachute. He always lands in trees. Oh, that's he's that always is getting hung. He's flying into buildings like he's crazy. What so is- he didn't open the chute because he's just like, yeah, if I if I open the chute. I'm going to land on the mountain way over there. What did I gotta he say? Drop through he first. says something like, my instincts tell me that mountain's not there. My instincts tell me that mountain's not there. Chan? Maybe the cold climate's affecting the instruments. Or that mountain isn't there. Love it. But then when he's when he's falling, he's having a full calm-ass conversation with, with the rest knows. of his team. He's comfortable. He's, you know what? It's like he has an adrenaline junkie, as we know. Yeah. And so this is when he's at his most calm and serene, is when his, his adrenaline's like kicking up into full spike. I would be the other person. Ding. That's a point for Ray. I would be, I would be the <laughs> other person on the end of the radio that would be like, yeah, so even if it's not there, you should probably just pull your parachute anyway. <laughs> we spent a lot of money training you. Yep. Well, I even uh, have I, written down right here. I forgot. I, yes. I found the actual. My instincts say that mountain isn't there. We had to repeat multiple times that the mountain isn't there. Got to do it. We for the get kids. it. We've seen holograms already in the show. <laughs> well, so you, you know what they say? They say to a, to a uh, uh, what is it? To a carpenter, every solution is a hammer. Mm-hmm. To ripcord, every solution is jumping out of an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. How are we going to solve this fiscal here? crisis of all the money being burned? I got. Can I jump out of a plane? Will that help in any way? <laughs> Take me up. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> um, so Lady J starts clowning all. The, she starts clowning Tomax super hard. Zaymot goes off to jerk off or whatever. We don't even know yeah. what he's doing. So she's just like, what's in this room over here? What's in this room over here? Hey, what's this big machine? Hey, what's with all this printed money? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Tomax is like, oh, I can't control this old woman. <laughs> is it uh, so... She's basically the the plot line is she's a rich old woman thinking about storing all of her goods with them. She apparently doesn't just have money; she has tangible assets. Okay, and got she's it. going to put them all in the you know again bad plan Cobra. I'll put it all in one place. Yeah, nothing. All your eggs in one basket breaks all the eggs. I mean, we've learned that time and time again, especially if you put it in a cobra headed temple, because uh-huh. we already know what's happening to that temple. Yep. Which, think about how much treasure is in that temple when it blows up. You want to talk about a hit to the economy. Yeah, that's true. It's just, it's. I mean, all that Cobra money still out there now. Is that legal tender? Probably not. I, I don't know. Because, I mean, all the paper money is still gone. I still don't understand if Bitcoin is legal tender. So I'm still trying to figure that crap uh, out. Oh, no. Sometimes it is. Uh, you can tr- uh, you can exchange it. Meltdown Comics, they will accept Bitcoin. Yeah. That's Boom. correct. There are a number of placements in here, uh, toy placements, uh, <laughs> that are pretty obvious. Like the one where, like, here are the co- here, here's our normal troops, and here's the Cobra Polar troops. That's <laughs> true. Uh, just so you know, we got the regular ones and the cold ones because <laughs> we're in this non-mountain. So just a heads up. 
And there's a great moment when they're uh, the Crimson Twins are, are walking fake Miss Henderhaunch through, and they're like, this is the top-of-the-line security when they're pointing out, we have all these troops, we have all these vehicles, uh, we're in a hologram mountain. Despite all that, Ripcord just drops right through and lands right next to the <laughs> temple with no defense attacking him whatsoever. He lands on the roof of the building. Maybe, maybe their defensive grid was not as <laughs> airtight as they had first thought. Maybe it not. never is. <laughs> it never it is. never is. And so uh, a whole bunch of fighting happens. Now, this at, at this point, the entire episode becomes a giant clusterfuck. I like the laser fight on skis, though. Very, very Ooh. cool. Like, I was pew, I was pew, immediately pew. on board. Yeah, Lady J ends up with a pair of skis because a polar trooper who's wearing his skis on the roof of the building walks over to her <laughs> yep. and says, Hey, Lady J, can I help you with something? Yep. Here's me <laughs> walking on the roof. I don't know what he's doing. Skis. No snow no on snow. this roof. Uh, just and he stands one foot away from yeah. her before engaging with her. Oh, also, she straight up murders him. Oh, she oh, does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yes, she yeah. dumps him head first. Mm-hmm. He and cracks. He, you know, he cracked his skull open. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, she uh, threw a javelin through the glass dome. She uh-huh. crawled out. Uh, she threw him. He his skis like uh, got stuck. stuck. Yeah. Uh, and he was hanging there. <laughs> The next scene is her with the skis. Yeah. So very definitely. Oh, yeah. Like, click, click. Um, bye. Not, not just the skis. She's miraculously got poles as well. Sure. To help her through. Now, also, I, these skis are supposed to fit her. Oh, they do. Like the, bo- oh, she, the boots. She, she yeah. measured it. She measured it first. Yeah, yeah. And then just put her normal boots into the skis. <laughs> Can I add to the mystique of Lady J, though? Oh, please do. He didn't leave poles behind. She just suddenly has poles in the next oh, scene as she's skiing. There are javelins that she has as poles, poles just oh, in case. Yeah. Because yeah, she's sense. that smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very smart. Uh, at which point, Cobra Commander just insta-bails on the whole thing. Like a kapow, directing the battle from a <laughs> yeah, remote he's location. Like not, he's, he's like barely in this episode. <laughs> I feel like Cobra Commander just is like, got my moment on TV, <laughs> I got think, my face on a coin, yeah. I'm out. I think he's, at this point, he's like, not here. His heart doesn't seem into some of these missions anymore. <laughs> You're kidding. exactly the, what I was thinking. <laughs> it's like it's like he all of a sudden like he gets that first bit of pushback on his plan. He's like, "Yeah, this wasn't wasn't very good." Yeah. Bye. <laughs> I've, well, no the trouble I mean, bubble out of here. Yeah. I mean, he may be the smartest one here because like you know what? I know this is going to tank. <laughs> as soon as the Joe shows up, we're fucked. Uh, there's the Joes. I gotta go. I would love to find out, like two seasons down the line, <laughs> that Cobra Commander has had a series of small missions on the side that we never have known about during these big missions, and those are the ones that he really cares about, and they have 100% of the time succeeded. Absolutely. That's because where they get their funding sense. from. It would make sense why on these bigger missions, he's always <laughs> like, get out of here, let's get out of here, let's go, because he's like, he's just like checking his iPhone watch, and he's like... Oh, cool. I just stole a billion dollars yeah. from these Monaco. Are, oh, look, these Apple stock is up. I'm out. <laughs> these, these are like, yeah, of course Joe's focusing on these enormous Cobra temples. Yeah. We're full of money. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's meanwhile, just. He's a, day, he's a day trader. Yeah. He's, yep, making, yep. So he's making millions. We get to the big battle scene of the oh, whole thing. You mean with the Cobra, uh, with the mongooses? <laughs> the the, the mongooses. Driving the mongooses. Come on, Cobra. Meet your mongoose, which are available now at Toys R Us. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Also, another episode where they melt snow. 
Yeah. They're Very doing cool. a lot of terrible things to the well, environment. At first, I'm like, Cobra has no defensive plan at all because there's all these tanks and vehicles and the wildcats and stuff coming at them. And they're attacking them with, hey, these slev- seven gliders should take care of all of this. <laughs> and I'm like, they are awful. Like, wh- are they even trying? <laughs> but then it turns out it was a little rope-a-dope, a little Muhammad Ali, because Firefly grabs his flamethrower, melts all the snow and everything, and all the snow vehicles the Joes brought are fucked. And now the, splishy, the, splishy. the asp. I'm sorry, the what? The radio-controlled apps, which are available now at Toys R Us. How how amazing, though, was Roadblock's pronunciation of that word? I have heard Shakespearean actors who have not pronounced a word so specifically to make sure they did not say ass. (laughs) (laughs) For the children at home. We can't defeat them. Asps. <laughs> it was. Dude, can I get a line pull on that one? Like, I really want to hear uh, that again. Wait, with the roadblock saying it? Roadblock says Because I do have uh, uh, the Baroness. Uh, oh, she was all over with a delightful voice. This. Uh, we have you, G.I. That sounds like remote-controlled ass to me. Radio-controlled ass. <laughs> take care of you. But yeah, pull, pull, pull me the roadblock line. Like That's the one that just got me all excited. Quick, while they're distracted, knock out those asps. <laughs> that is yeah, really specific. Knock out those asps. Asps. I would do that the same thing if I was talking about them. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure the director like like made him do it like a dozen oh. times. Like, nope. Yeah. Still sounds like ass. <laughs> You're gonna enunciate this till it doesn't sound like ass. Literally. If I were him, I'd be like, hey, could you call these something else? <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I point out Firefly, 100 percent successful. They asked him to do one thing. Yep. He always gets it right. Melted the snow. I mean, it, Firefly should have won that battle single-handedly right there mm-hmm. if it wasn't for the fact that the t- Ripcord blew up the temple. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I mean, and sprayed coins everywhere. I mean, if if all you had to do with, with, to win a battle was to melt snow, then yes, they should have won the battle. <laughs> uh, GI Joe could be beaten by melted snow. I'm just saying. Same effect by peeing on it too. By the way, might I add? By the way, once once the coins are raining down, are they leaking glitter? <laughs> uh, at some point, it looks oh, like uh, there was a stripper the factory in there as well. It's the glitter of gold. It's just, <laughs> no, it looks like they're they're showering off. And at first, I was like, oh, because she says they're just they're just gold plated blah blah blah. Hold on. That is that is a word. The fuck is a co- pair of cobra polymer alloy? That sounds like something I'd introduce the show with right there. That was. Is that? Are you sure that's what she says? We just heard it. Does she say cobra in there? Let's hear you, it again, Chan. For the people at home. It's only a gold plated saddle cobra polymer alloy. I heard it. You want to? You want to? I, I can't. I told you I listened to this said. a dozen times. <laughs> And nothing else. Para, fits. But she could have said like paracotta, 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 terracotta, the terracotta warriors. This is a bunch <laughs> of gold plated terracotta warriors. Alloy, alloy. So at this point, I, this is when I checked the uh, the timer, and it turned out we only had ninety seconds left <laughs> in the episode, and mm. it seems like so much still yet to happen. Lady J and Flint fighting the Crimson Twins. Well, they just beat them. They are they're done right now. The thing blows up. Uh, we don't really know what's up, and then we f- we flip right over to Joe's back at base playing with cards again. By the I, way, yep. this this twin uh, uh, thing that they have, yes, is a is a major super unhelpful. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a hindrance. It's really really bad for them in hand to hand combat. Yep, 
Because literally the second, like he basically just bends one of their arms behind his back. His back. You can't have each of like, them. No! Yeah, you can't have each of them fight two different people because if one of them gets over, they're both done. Yeah, that's the thing. I, if I were them, I would be like, oh, we're not like they should tell Cobra Commander like never put us on the ground. But they love it. They're always laughing and having a good time. It's mm-hmm. true. And here's the thing. I don't know what it is, but for some reason that fascinated me as a child. I thought that was the best, and that's why they were my favorite characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, uh, but uh, <laughs> obviously to young boys, that's like totally a thing. It's like, oh, my God, what, how crazy is that? Totally I wish I was a it. twin. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, well, I definitely wish I was a twin. a twin, I never have to like leave the house to find someone to a board game with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying. There's two for diplomacy right there. You'd only have to like uh, go to school half the time because you just swap off. That's true. Just like that episode uh, of Quantico. Am I right, everybody? I you were going to say Quantum Leap, and then I was going to be totally on board. Quantum Leap. Do you remember so, an episode of Quantum Leap where a uh, twin, like... Uh, I'm sure it happened. Oh, uh, here's oh, the deal. Have two, I to bet- have two uh, Scott Bakulas on the show? Would we oh, know? Yeah. Maybe, Dean, maybe there were two Scott Bakulas, and Dean Stockwell never just, like, yeah. he called them all Sam. I mean, you know where else there's two Scott Bakulas in my in fantasy? Scott is Captain Archer London bridging you from both ends? Yes. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> we, we call that uh, running a spit. <laughs> so they said on Yikes. Scream Queens, everybody. Uh, anyway, so we come back to the card game, and we turn out like apparently it was just we ran out of time, so Ripcord just has to in five seconds say, yeah, I tied his shoelaces together, and that's how I blew up the base. Okay, Ripcord, bye. No, 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 we don't. No, that's not before the music. Oh, my bad. Money to burn. We have a title. You got money to burn. Ooh, they Just like Cobra. <laughs> Just, uh, love it. That was rough. That so, was rough. It was pretty rough. I'm going to I'm gonna. So say, do we call this a Bechtel test pass or fail officially? I'm going to say fail. Fail. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. just keeping keeping par for the course. Well, we were doing better there hey, for a we're while. We're at three. Yeah, that's a lot. That's not bad. That's, that's more than I was for expecting. the 80s. To be at episode 20. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since that last one was so lady heavy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very lady heavy. <laughs> you know. That's ladies. the name of my new improv team. <laughs> so lady heavy. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to Lady Heavy. This is Robert Chan. My name is Ray. That's uh, the group. Yeah, no. uh, the Woman Chan. The Woman Chan? Yeah, because you started off saying the Man Chan. Remember that bit at the beginning? I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a good rap. Yeah, it was like a, it was nine hours what you call ago. a callback. It was nine hours ago. Hey, you know what? That makes you a good improviser, Chan, because you just <laughs> called back something I said at the beginning. And that's why I'm a terrible improviser, because I totally just flew right past it. I usually just ignore everything that's said. Fair enough. (laughs) In any case, guys, that is it for Money to Burn. Do we learn anything from this? I mean, I really feel like if you unpeel this a little further, it's talking about, like you said, Bitcoin uh, and then check card uh, usage. Listen, people who are listening, go to the Facebook page and explain Bitcoin to me. I haven't been able to understand it in all of my research. If you don't get it by now, I just don't think you're going to get it because now I don't even think it's a thing anymore, is it? Do people still mine I still Bitcoin? See, yes. I've seen things online that say like PayPal or Bitcoin. Really? Because I thought all that money got stolen from Bitcoin and then like rendering the whole thing like useless. No, just a bunch of money got stolen. Oh. Well, there you go. Hmm. Guys, you can donate to the show. Bitcoin only, please. 
No, send dollars. Oh, okay. Send dollars. But mail oh, we them also to take us. gold fang shillings. <laughs> gold fang shillings and uh, what was it? Para cobra alloy. <laughs> para cobra. Still not convinced. That's a gold plated para cobra uh, terracotta polymer, polymer alloy or pink convertibles that explode ten feet down the road. We'll yep. take those. Yep. We'll trade them to uh, Angeline and then. Oh uh, yeah. yeah like, oh. LA references. That's a reference only people in LA will get. And if you don't live in Los Angeles, I'm sorry for that last reference because you have no concept who Angeline is. Even if you live here, you probably don't. No, (laughs) people do. Okay. In any case, that is the end of the show. Uh, You guys go on uh, iTunes, give us a five star review because we've earned it. We deserve it, guys. One star. How dare you, Chan? How dare you? I want Uh, one star reviews only. I want five star reviews with negative things towards Chan written in them. That's what I want. (laughs) And we will read it at the next Know Your Joe for episode 21. Until then, I am Ray Stacanus, and I am at Almighty Ray. Robert Chan, uh, go listen to my podcast, The Science Jerks. Oh, yeah, you should do that, too. I'm Gina Ippolito, and I am at Gina Ippy. And you can always contact the show, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. That's all we got, right? That's it. Okay, then, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. Keep your eyes on the road. Got something for you. Take a listen to this. In the newest Pokemon, they have Score Bunny, which is a starter. What? Yes. Score Score Bunny? So it's, it's a fire bunny that plays soccer. He kicks balls. He scores. Great. Score, like Scorch, I think. Yeah. Oh, I get it. Like goal. Like Score Bunny. <laughs> Rad. There's Score Bunny who uses his mad soccer skills to steal, I think, like, donuts or something like that. How does he use his soccer skills to steal donuts? He kicks it. Oh, yummy. The best part is, though, Scorebunny wants to go and follow Ash and go on big adventures. Oh, but my Ash God. Is like, Ash is still the main character of the f- anime? Yes. Where have you been? Yeah. So Ash is like, I'm getting on the train. I'm leaving, Scorebunny. And Scorebunny's is it like... Is because he's 80 years old? That's why he sounds like that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing makes donuts taste better than a foot coming in contact with them. <laughs> If you like what you heard and love co-op with your friends, check out Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. That's Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast.